All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to real life, everyone. (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome into episode 385 of the Real Life Podcast, brought to you by the HGA Group, here to make your business better. Shout out to the HGA Group and all their wonderful services. Uh, it's Tyler J. Wanye begged milk, and the Oilers are down three nothing in the Western Conference Finals. What's the vibes? What are we feeling? Well, what, let's just how did everyone feel in Conference Final? Pre, uh, exactly Western Conference Finals. That's precursor. What did I say? You said Western Conference Finals. Okay. That's yeah. they're in the Western Conference yeah. Finals. Like that's that's the win. That's the. The headline. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But in the same time, I, I want us to win. We all want us to win. So it's kind of sucks right now, too. I'm yeah. irritated because I thought Saturday was winnable. Wow, they played well enough to win. That's... <laughs> That game was so, it was so amazing and so annoying. Like I'm, I'm in there living in the moment. I'm like, oh my God. Like there's so, there's like the city's above, everything is just buzzing. Connor scores first. I'm like, this night is going to be magic. This is going to be unreal. So I'm like sitting, I'm like, Jay, just soak this in. This is going to be a magical night. And you know, then we score on ourselves. That fucking sucked. Then that third one also can't go in. Well, for many reasons, Mike Smith shouldn't let that in, but Evan Bouchard, like you just got owned, bro. Yep. Yeah. Like you're down to nothing. Like, why are you going to like, God, I just hit the post. I was going to say he's an inch away from being the game three hero who saved the series. And instead we're sitting here talking about how him getting outworked played a role in them losing. Like, Oh Oh, man, it just, yeah, that, that just, and that's just kind of, you know, Colorado's, they don't stop coming at you. You see, you see Kemper, Kemper, whatever, come out of the box. And like his motor is running at a hundred percent as soon as he touched the ice. Yeah. And that's just a guy that wants it more than the other guy. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's just one of those ones where like Colorado is not the team to make mistakes against. You can't anytime the others have made mistakes it ends up in the back of the net. You can't like we killed off. We killed off a five minute major. So that's the thing. Connor scores. Then the Kadri Kane thing happened. I was like, Oh God. But then we killed off the five minute penalty. Like that. That is, that was huge. Like that is so big. Like Vegas is watching that being like, what you did? What? How do you do that? <laughs> and like, we just, you know, we, and, and it was like with conviction killed that penalty. And, uh, I was like, oh, man, so of course, of course we score on ourselves. Of course. 
to tie that game up. Like just, it, and then the puck sits on the line and then the puck sits on the line. Like it's just like, it's they had it, one that sat right behind Francis or Francois. I don't know what it is. Yeah. We're, 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 we're fighting, you know, we're fighting a higher power here. I think that was there. That was just bad. The Oilers saw, and people probably don't want to hear this because there were things they did wrong, but they suffered some bad luck in game three. They like, they, they, I, they, that was the best they played. Like they, Sure, we still let a sh- lot of shots in, but we let this. We limited the scoring. Uh, you know, one of them was was by our, our our own our own abilities that went in the net by Darnell there. But uh, I just like I, I play, they, they played well enough to win. It's just you lose one important battle like that, and they make you pay. So are also you hard to win yeah. when you're you're shorthanded for basically a period. Like yeah. I'm looking at it, they were shorthanded for 13 minutes. Like special teams were unreal for us. Needed a late power play goal though. Needed that. Yeah, sorry. The PK was powerful. Oh, the PK was unreal. Yeah. We needed that power. Play. Power. Oh, hit power. the goddamn post. And that, of course it, of course it goes back and oh, fuck. Yeah. It's, it it's just post. frustrating. Like that's the whole thing. Like I, like I'm, I, and, and, and it's rainy out right now, you uh, know, it's just like, it's so like, it's just gloomy and like, and I'm still like, and still, you know, hope will never die. Yep. But just like, fuck, like that game was theirs. It was theirs. Like Connor, like that, that the statement was made. That game was going to be ours. Have fun on Saturday, Edmonton. We're going into game four down two one. And the vibes today would have been immensely different if it was two one, right? It would have been like, would be packed right now. Despite it, raining. it'd be, it'd be pouring rain. People would be sitting with orange garbage bags on as ponchos. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it would be, it would have been awesome out there. And, uh, instead we sit here and we, uh, look, so we're staring down the barrel of elimination. I don't know. I I'm not feeling defeated. I'm trying not to let the weather or the series score get to me. Like Tyson Barry said, you know, one game at a time you win tonight. Who knows? Got yeah. game five in Colorado. Shift at a time. Just cut it down into little chunks and win as many of those battles as you can. Shift by yeah. shift. You well, like everybody knows what the you know four teams blah blah blah. Like everybody gets it. But you know what? Let's make it interesting. That should be the goal. Make them work win. for it. Yeah. Win don't worry about four. being. Don't be worry about winning four games in a row. Win about worry about a fifth game. That's a good start. You don't have to be one of the the fifth team to come back from three and zero. Oh. Be one of many teams who makes it three and one. <laughs> Yeah, just they've got to look at tonight, game four. It's doable. It's a Rogers place, even though the circumstances are what they are. You know that place is going to be hopping. So feed off the crowd. Try and just win some battles, shift by shift. Mm -hmm. Try to win some battles. I like that. That should be the mantra tonight. Just everyone in the room, look at each other and go try to win some battles tonight. Um, Then, yeah, I think that's... That's the play. Win your battle. Win your battle. Win your battle. If you're Mike Smith, win your battle tonight. If you're Connor McDavid, score three goals, win your battle tonight. I think they should have uh, Frank said this on the daily face off show. They should play him half the game tonight. Why not? I, so what I would do for my lines, if I was Jay Woodcroft this evening is I would have three wing sets. I mean, okay. Four wing sets. I'd have sure you could do Hyman and dry saddle together. You could do Holloway and Pugliarvi together. You could do Fogel and McLeod together as wingers. And then you could do Malone and Ryan as wingers. And I would play Connor McDavid every second shift. Just rotate him through. Just go, 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 Man, that's go, a go. Lot. You think he, you think he's got the gas? Oh yeah, I double shift him the whole game. I, I almost at a point wouldn't even care about my matchups. I would just go McDavid, Nuge, McDavid, Ryan, McDavid, Nuge, McDavid. I'm saying Derek Ryan, Derek Ryan, and just rotate him like that, and just go whoever you're, whoever the wingers are. I don't care. So you want to play thirty minutes? I want to play thirty minutes tonight. Wow. That's heavy. And um, I think Carter sure. McDavid is the type to do it. It's the time to do it now. Well, we yep. like, we got it. Like, so we, we, this is the game to do it because for a few reasons, it's an elimination game, yep. but also Kane's out. Yamo's out. Like if we can get to the next game, definitely Kane's back. Maybe Yam's back. Yeah, maybe they haven't ruled him out for the series at all. So like, you know, maybe you get some reinforcements and then you got some momentum heading into game five and you can peel back McDavid's minutes a little bit. But tonight, and I would probably sit down McDavid if I was that coach in a little one-on-one meeting and I'd say, listen, Connor, our backs are against the wall. We need you to be our guy. You good for 30? And there's no way Connor McDavid would be like, oh, listen, Jay. You know what? Don't overwork Knowing me. Connor McDavid, he's probably the one steering that conversation. Probably. Being like, I want this. Give me 30 minutes. Give me 40 yeah. if you can. I'll settle on 30. Yeah. Uh, Los Labos just put out a, uh, the band who plays La Bamba just put out a video cheering on the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, that's, that's nice. nice. That's good vibes. That's good vibes. That's good. good yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's we're, we're building some momentum for tonight. That's a, that's a good signal. Yeah. 
Uh, Beg Milk, did you do a B cast on Saturday? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I just, I was, I would have been interested to see a vibe check from people who weren't maybe at the game because walking out of that building, a lot of long faces. Oh, I, I, quiet. I walked straight to a donor shop. I walked, so I saw Jay, I saw Big Mike, uh, our CTO leaving the building, and we just kind of like all had the same look on our face. I went straight to my buddy's car and straight to a little diner for some breakfast. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Like we, uh, Denny's or where'd you go? Uh, we tried to go to a Denny's, but it was closed. So we came out here somewhere on the West End and just kind of like settled in, had a little something to eat, had a chat, bullshit a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what's kind of, it was a night. somber evening. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, wasn't, didn't have to be late. Like I said, it was not late. 9 15 yeah. when the game ended. Yeah, it's still light out. That's so cool. Yeah. Wanya, what was your post game experience on Saturday? A lot of social media, a lot of fighting people. You know how it's been. I, I had a great back and forth with uh, Princey where uh, he posted you know been there before and it was ranting and scoring against the flames oh you dunked on him boy i dunked on him good because i my response i said been where the western conference final Seven thousand likes later ratioed ratioed and then princey gives me a uh princey gives me a don't you have an article to work on tyler <laughs> and i responded with uh which one the one about how the oilers beat the flames or one the one about how the best player in the world plays in edmonton and uh, <laughs> I got no response from Flames Nation after That's that. That's the weirdest thing from Flames fans and Leafs fans for that matter. It's like, but you guys then, yeah. suck, even though they got the Weathers that is got further than both of them in the playoffs. It's a very weird self own that they all seem to be proud of. Yeah, it is kind of a little odd. Like, you suck, one of the final four teams standing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Ah. Well, like I was thinking about it like the Oilers went a full decade without making the playoffs and they still got back to the Western Conference Finals or the Conference Finals before either of those two franchises. It doesn't make any which sense. Which is kind of hilarious. But let's be honest, though. In 2011, you were cheering for Boston. Of course. Well, there you go. It's, it's in us, too. The Oilers won a full decade without making the playoffs. And I believe now this century, they've won more playoff series than both the Leafs and Flames. And the Oilers spent half of it out of the playoffs. Oh, more than half. Don't check my math on that. Yeah, more than half. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's what uh, I really I, care about for tonight, though. Looking ahead, is I don't want anybody on the Oilers to have a defeated attitude. Yeah. No matter what no. happens tonight, go down swinging. Mm-hmm. Like swing from the shoelaces. I like the idea of playing Connor every other shift. Like why not? The thing too is you gotta you gotta ignore some of the ref nonsense because it's clear the Oilers aren't gonna get any calls. Um, I mean the slew foot by McKinnon on drive. Good Lord. Right Embarrassing. That's the word I used one. Yeah. It's just, how is that? Like, there's no penalty on the play. Okay. Maybe they missed it. There's no text. There's nothing, not a fine, not a, even just like a frowny sticker on his report card. Like it's just shockingly bad, at least for the Oilers. Like from our perspective, the Kane suspension, it was dumb. Like he deserved to be suspended a game, but why isn't it the other way? I also found it rich, by the way, talk, hearing Landeskog talk about the how hitting from behind, you can't ever do that. And it was sent chills up his spine. Like, didn't he get suspended for hitting Kirby Doc just as bad earlier in the season? Like, And also, didn't he just knock oh, Kyler Yamamoto out of this series? Exactly. It's, just, it's all nonsense. <laughs> like, like, I, I'm glad Jay Woodcroft said something about the... I don't remember what his wording was like the discrepancy in penalties throughout the yeah. series. I'm glad he said something because it's been shockingly bad. Aren't the power plays like 11 to six. And that's not even including that one of those 11 is a five minute power play too. Like it's uh yeah. It it, five, two on Saturday night. And you can't tell me that the Oilers only deserved two power plays. Like it's ridiculous. Going to bring you inside nation HQ where Jay just had a chicken salad delivered right in the middle of the podcast. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Gotta no time. Got to mix it in. Yeah. And it looks delicious. Uh, I think there's some mango in there. That's a, that is a golden beet. A You're going to eat a beet? salad during the podcast. Oh, we'll see hmm. a golden gotta, beet. I'm going to pick my spots and <laughs> looks like maybe some cottage cheese on there as well. That's feta. Jeez, That's feta. We, we got to get you out of the house, man. Yeah, that looks more like cottage cheese. Salad, is it a, yeah. That one Have you had sense. feta? I've had feta before. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like I like feta in a salad. Mm. Anyways, um, sorry that was distracting because it looks delicious. Those walnuts, I got that one right. Nailed it. I almost said pecans. Oh, they don't even look the same. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, not at all. Um, 
What do we think of Holloway tonight? I mean, you got it. It's it's hail mary time. Yeah, it's why not? You know, the Oilers need the Oilers need skill. You can't be without mm-hmm. a Vander Kane and Kyler Yamamoto and just replace them. They with, should they should know, emergency call up Xavier Borgo. He's hot right now. Scored yeah. the uh, game winner in overtime last night. Yeah, he's uh, yeah he's looking good. But I I like the Holloway move. And I actually said on the pregame show today that I would just go pedal to the floor in in for a penny, in for a pound. I'd play Holloway with McDavid tonight too, or give him a bunch of shifts with McDavid tonight. Well, like, he's double shifting. Of course, he'll be playing with. Him. Yeah, he'll be playing with him a little bit. But I'm really interested to see what Jay Woodcroft does with the lines tonight too. Like you know all that stuff. It's uh, it's do or die time. So I'm interested to see how the head coach responds facing this kind of a deficit and what things he changes and what things he keeps the same. Like I Liam did his nation thoughts article and like all the comments were like why isn't kulak playing more than nurse and i don't get that yeah that's mind shattering because i don't get that either that's the one thing where like you know with archibald playing i didn't agree with it i thought there were better options but it was like nah okay he likes his energy he likes him on the pk like okay it makes sense like you can defend it not going 11 and 7 back to 12 and 6 like okay yeah it's not sustainable to just play mcdavid that much for an entire playoff run but the kulak not getting more minutes is just like mind-numbing i don't get it especially like we know darnell nurse is hurt but like he's struggling struggling, struggling. So I, I don't understand why not, why you don't have Kulak stapled to CZ at this point. Yeah, that's, I don't get it. Um, what don't we know? That's what I always ask myself in these situations. That's interesting too. But yeah, it's on the outside. You're like, what the hell? Because Darnell is visibly hurt and not yeah. doing what he normally does when he's playing defense, which is hurting him playing defense. Mm-hmm. Which is hurting he us. Doesn't have the wheels. He doesn't have the physicality. His his stick work is just off. Like it's going to be interesting, I think, to find out or like hear the update about him afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like are we going to find out that his like his insides are on the outside or something like that? I have no idea. But he's he actually been playing right on a all. wooden leg all playoffs. Well, the speculation is a detached uh, hip, hip flexor. flexor. Yeah. That is, and I talked to Physio Mike about that uh, the other day before the pregame show, and he kind of gave me a lowdown on like how that can happen and how it would hinder him, and it's kind of gruesome, kind of gross. Well, if you've hurt your hip flexor, you realize that like you you can't use your lower half. Well, like and moving, pivoting, like well, swiveling it, your it, hips, like, exactly. Like the like those muscles drive all that stuff, which just happen to be what you need for defense. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, before we keep moving along, need to give some love to some of our sponsors, including Campio Brewing Company. If you are heading out to the game tonight, get yourself in the game day mood with a pint and a beer at Campio Brewing. It's a fantastic spot. Tonight or today is not a patio day in Edmonton per se, but Campio's got some uh, good spots. Great beer. Great amazing beer. pizza. Yep. 100%. And if you're one of the people staying home tonight, you know, maybe you do a little DoorDash. That's the way you get into game mode. Order some Oodle Noodle, courtesy of our friends at DoorDash. Promo code RealLifeDD gets you 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong, Liam. Thank you. No one on the podcast heard that, but Liam let out a ding dong from the other room here at uh, at the studio. So is there anything non-Oilers related that we could d- talk about to like get ourselves in a better headspace? Do we want to talk about the new trip or not yet? I is mean, it- we should a little bit. I think we've, we've kind of teased it we've a bit, it but a we can keep teasing it and we're, we're going to be launching it soon. There's a couple of things. I, the, the reason it's because they're off season things. I'm like, I know, I, I know, know, but, but whatever this is, it, but this is also in season for another brand. So that makes sense. But we got two things coming down the pipe. We got the Blue Jays nation trip. Yeah. And then we're going to have our golf tournament. Oh yeah. The golf tournament. Yeah. Okay, We've locked in the date. August 19th. Cattail crossing. It's a Friday. Shout out to cattail crossing. It's looking like, it's looking to be a morning shotgun, which I kind of actually like, cause we can have a good after party. Yep. I, I said that about the last one, not that any of the golf tri- golf tournaments have been bad, but start early. And then I feel like the day gets better. When you start late, a lot of people, they go hard in the paint early on. And usually by the end of it, you're kind of out of gas. Yeah. I think starting earlier yeah. sets you up where your peak party time comes you're peaking at, time. at the right time, you're peaking at the right time. Yeah. Just like the Oilers did this season. Yeah. They're going to peak. They're going to peak in game four yeah. down three, nothing. Exactly. Which is fine. I don't care. I don't I, care. I don't care if this game goes to seven. We come back from three. Oh, I have a question for bag milk. Cause mm-hmm. you've been getting more into golf. 
are you going to actually golf this year? Uh, probably not. Ah. To be honest, one of my favorite parts is just cruising around talking to people in the golf cart. I don't normally do that kind of thing, but after a couple of cocktails, maybe a glass of red wine, I'm feeling a little bit lubricated and I'm out there chatting to the people. And you wear your, you wear a name tag on your shirt that says I am bag milk. Uh, no, probably not, but you know, there's there was a couple of people claiming to be bag milk last year and that was fine by me. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Keeps the mystery alive. I, uh, okay. That's fine. That's fair. Are we going to have, but there's also like last year, I think I teed off for two or three people. So like, I like doing that stuff too. It's a little bit, I don't know. keeps my day fresh. We on the baseball side. Okay. Baseball side. Um, we should talk about, because the three of us are the Otani boys. Mm-hmm. If we go to Southern California, we're the Otani boys. Yes. We're now going to the province of Ontario. We are the witch boys. Hmm. Well, are we the, well, are we the bow boys? Are we the Bichette boys? I could be a Bichette boy because bag milk and I already have the matching Jersey. Yep. The dad played for the I trappers. A, yeah. I also have a Vladdy Jersey. He's classic. I, I could be a Vladdy boy too. I, I loved his dad. You know what you should do is if we're going to be the bow boys, when we go out to the six, you should uh, talk mullets, wigs. You should talk to our friends at Ross flats, maybe to see if they can get you a Dante Bichette trappers thing and bag milk. And I will rock the bow and you rock the dog. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be the old man. <laughs> I got to I'll, I'll tell you, I've said this story many times why I love uh, Dante Bichette. So he just like, just like a son likes to take big rips. Mm-hmm. And what happens with that is a lot of foul balls. And when you're going to a baseball game at a young age, sure. You care about the score and the game a little bit, yeah. but you care about those foul balls. That's that is priority one. That's why you bring your glove to the game. Mm-hmm. And Dante Bichette, you knew when he was at the plate, he was going to take some cuts. And that, so you got out of your seat immediately when he went to the plate to go to the, the areas and you knew you were getting, there was one, at least one foul ball at bat that was coming. And uh, I collected many a foul ball, PCL balls, because of Dante Bichette and his big cuts while he was honing his craft to make the big show. So there's some uh, emotional so connection. We have there. a connection. We're gonna be the we're gonna be the bow boys. I think. I think that's the play. Okay, uh, the bow boys. If you missed the last few times we teased this, basically what we're doing is we're taking a big old group from Edmonton. Mm-hmm. We are flying to Toronto for a weekend. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like a Thursday or sorry, a Friday to a Monday. Friday to Monday. And like Friday night, Jays, Saturday night, TFC, Sunday afternoon, Jays, fly back Monday. Yeah. So we'll also have to be a, a TFC player, boys. I could not name you a single active we'll player talk to on Caroline. TFC. She'll know. Um, we can be a Davies boys, just represent Edmonton. But I'm so like the reason I'm excited for this trip and granted, I'm excited for every nation trip we do. But this one is just like unique because we've never done anything like it before. And, you know, in the past with the Oilers trips, it's all right, watch party, watching the Oilers. Like, you know, we're making all this Oilers content, all this, this one in a way, not that there isn't content to be made, but this will just kind of actually feel like a nation vacation. Like we're going to, yeah, we're just going to hang. We're going to hang. And we got something There's to do every day. To be made. Yeah. Oh, and there'll be plenty of content. It'll just kind of come naturally. And we're definitely doing like, I shouldn't say definitely, but like a hall of fame day too. Right. Uh, we up, can meet up hockey hall of fame and yeah, we could do that up. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. We can go to the hall of fame. Uh, we're not staying uh, where our hotel is. It's not too far away from a hall of fame. Ah, yeah. So it can be a very in and out right beside the hotel. Go for a hall of fame brunch. If you will. Yeah. I I've been to the, you've, I think bag milk. Have you been to the hockey hall of fame? No, I'm not really interested to be honest. I really? go as a big group, but yeah, I don't really care all that much about looking at old jerseys and shit. Um, I'd be happy to go. Maybe once I'm there, my opinion will change, but like, I'm not a big museum guy in general, That's so fair. never really interested me, but as a big group, I'd be down. I like it. I've been twice and I, I, but it, Oh really? Right? I've yeah. been once and I was like, well, it's cool. It's cool. It, it is just a museum. I need, I need a bunch of a golf of time in between. I think it was maybe three or four years ago. I went, so yeah, maybe that's it, enough. it's been three or four years for me. I'll too. happily, oh happily go with the crew. Solid down. Yeah, I'll happily go with the crew as well. I'm just, you know, we'll see. Like I like it, but I also don't know what to expect other than just a museum. So yeah, it's pretty much just a museum, but I'm a nerd. So they got some games. They got this one where you can shoot on a goalie and they got uh, ones where you can be the goalie and they shoot on you. Oh, see, I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Fun. I get down with that. And then you go see like Wayne Gretzky's gloves. Yeah, that's fun. I like that. And then the, and the iterations of the old, like Stanley cup. Oh yeah. I like yeah, that part. Regular. That's neat. 
And then, yeah, you get to see all the plaques with the former Oilers on there too. I'm the sure the hall be, itself is cool. Like, the, yeah, that room is that cool. part is neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Toronto will be a ton of fun. I love that city. I love going out there. Um, I don't like their hockey team, obviously, but I'm a big baseball guy. So yeah, we'll have a good time. It'll be good. So uh, check it out. We're going to launch it. Maybe Nation Dan's just working on the final touches. Mm-hmm. The airport transportation that is to and from uh, the Pearson Airport. Uh, just finalizing that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, expect that to launch it. I'm looking forward to it. It's still a couple months away, but it'll be a fun time. I think we got room for up to 50, depending how the room shake out. Hmm. Should be good. Should be fun. Uh, so yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, obviously that is after the Oilers season when we launch that. And I am hoping that the Oilers season lasts a, uh, just a little bit longer, just a little longer. I'm, I'm I'd love greedy. to see another round. Doesn't yeah. make it interesting. <laughs> I, and that's <laughs> what I really want to, I, I, I would just love a few more days of getting to create like Oilers content. Mm-hmm. That's playoffs and really meaningful. And like, I'd love to wake up tomorrow and have the conversation of like, you know, the pressure's on the abs. Like if you win tonight, the pressure all of a sudden kind of shifts off you yeah. tonight. There's pressure on the Oilers to not get swept at home ice flat out. You well, don't want that to happen. You don't want the yeah. handshake in your building. Yeah. Like if we win tonight, you're right. They feel the pressure next game. We win that one. And it's really on like, well, like game six here would just be mind yeah. numbing, which we might be able to will that victory on behalf of the team. Yeah. Cause that time we, we are definitely playing with house money. Yeah. So we will overachieve in that game. So you win tonight. There's a weird amount of pressure. I think that suddenly goes to Colorado who has a flight home thinking, Oh boy, it's three, one. And then all of a sudden, I think when that game happens, the thought would creep into their minds of, we cannot go back to Edmonton again. You don't want that trip to Edmonton again. You desperately want to avoid getting on an airplane for one more game. Oops. On a plane. Yep. Coming back. Then bing, bang, Connor McDavid happens to you and you're coming back for a game six. So Nathan McKinnon's going to get suspended for a slew foot. Coming. <laughs> Can That'll tilt imagine? the series. <laughs> no he way. Could, at this point, he could probably decapitate somebody and not even get a minor <laughs> penalty for it. I just, I keep going back to Landis Gog saying that stuff about Kane and like the Kane hit was dangerous. Can't do that. It was really stupid of him too. Like you need to have better awareness, but for Landis Gog to be like sick to my stomach after he popped Yamamoto in the skull and took him blindside out. Hit. Yeah. Like a dirty blindside hit is like, uh, he also sure again hit Kirby Doc from behind just as badly. Yeah, earlier in the season. So like, give me a break. Like Landis Gog is not an angel. So let's uh, pump the brakes on that, big man. Again, no doubt that Vander Kane was that was dumb. Like, although to be fair, where I was sitting at the arena on Saturday night when it happened, it didn't look like a whole lot to me. So I was confused why he got five minutes until I saw the replay after on Twitter, and I was like, oh, what was the outcome? It's not. He didn't like give him a solid pop, but. It led to him falling. And can I share something that I'm kind of ashamed of? Always. Kane hits him. Kadri goes down. Kadri takes a glance up at the ref and then puts his head back down. And my initial thought, which was wrong. And I do feel bad for having this thought was this guy's fucking trying to sell the call. And I was sitting in my seat. I was like shaking mad. I was like, they're giving him five. And I turned to my dad and I was like, Kadri's going to be out on the power play and I'm going to be pissed. And my dad was just kind of like, whatever weirdo. Um, And then Kadri doesn't come back and he's out for the series. And it's like, ah, I feel bad. I had those thoughts because he was actually hurt. And it was a super dangerous play. Yeah. Cause I felt the same kind of thing. Cause like I said, from where I was sitting, it didn't look like much at all. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't tell it until I saw the replay. Yeah. And then, and of course, when it's being reviewed and it's against the Oilers, they don't show replays in house until the decisions made because they don't want no. the crowd making any sort of a noise. Right. No. Um, so they weren't really showing the replay and I'm on Twitter trying to like, why isn't Zach Lang posted the clip yet? Like, hurry up, Zach. I need to yeah. see this. And I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. They give him the five. I'm mad. Kadri's hobbling off. I'm like, oh my God, I swear if he's selling this, I'm going to just, uh, and he ends up being actually really hurt. So that's okay. Um, yeah. That was, that's my confession is that I had that thought. Whatever. It's okay to have that thought. Thank you for being there for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was really hoping Chalmers would have been on this episode of the podcast because I took up my frustration yesterday on the floor of the house I bought. Um, And I don't think I've talked about this a lot on the demo day. It was a yeah demo day. So uh, I convinced my buddies because, you know, I feel like when you're in your early twenties, you can still get away with labor from your buddies as long as you buy them beer. Right pizza and beer. Like I feel like as you go on in life, that becomes less and less acceptable where like, you're not asking people to help you move, like hire movers. People don't want to help you out for beer and pizza, Yes, but you know, my buddies who are 24 and 25, they will help me out for still in the wheelhouse, still in the wheelhouse. So I told my buddies, 
to, because my dad a month ago was like, I'm not helping you rip up tile. I hate ripping up tile. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Text my buddies. Set boundaries. I like yep. it. Text my buddies. I said, boys, pizza and beer. Let's tag team this and finish it in a day. So we started busting up or we were going to start busting up tile. Then of course, morning of my dad texts me and he goes, what time are you starting at? And I was like, oh, like nine 30. And he, he had just beaten me to my new house before I could even get there. <laughs> and he had about, had mode. he had about half the kitchen done before any of my buddies showed up. <laughs> he was like, oh, we're getting to work. And I was like, okay, we're getting to work, Ross. Let's do it. And, uh, we crushed it out together. It was a great bonding experience for us for that hour and a half. That's nice. I'm, I'm yeah. happy to hear. I'm happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, take it's, it's cathartic to just beat the shit out of something. Else. Beat the shit out of something. Mm-hmm. There's a few points where I maybe went a little bit too far and now I have some holes to patch in certain walls, but you whatever. control your demo game. You got to control the demo game. And mm-hmm. I didn't do a great job of that. It gets emotional. Yeah, it certainly does. Um, yeah. What else? You got? I don't know. I feel like I'm the only one. Uh, I feel like the energy is low on today's show. Well, I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to come out of this like funk funk. Like and it, just, it just sucked. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't stop me from talking, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like a Western conference game day to me. Right. I know oh, that's what's so weird, but even I even today. almost like, felt a little bit before last game that there was like a nervous energy in the building. And really? then, and then, yeah, like before the game, I was kind of, and maybe it was just my own nervous energy that I was like pushing on to others. Um, but I was like walking through the concourse and I was like, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God. Then McDavid scored. It was like gone. That nervous energy was gone, but yeah, I get it. It doesn't feel like we, uh, day, right? you should have, you should have been with us at the pint pregame. Like we were, the vibes were good. Yeah. That's good to hear. The vibes were excellent. We did the walk to Rogers place, went through. Excellent. I was feeling good. I was feeling really good. And then when Connor scored, I even said it before the game, I'm like the Oilers score early, watch out. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I did everything I needed to do to manifest a win. I bet aggressively mm-hmm. on every potential bet there is. I went to the pint to see Rick, had a cooler pop with, with Rick mm-hmm. and crew Thanks. and went and Connor scored seconds into the game. Like that was, that's the recipe. But alas, it was not. One thing I was what I was very interested in was leaving and seeing the TNT crew in the moss pit set up there. Well, why like how come they're the ones that just landed right in the middle of the action? Whereas like Sportsnet's been covering this playoff run the entire time, but they had nothing like that ever. Well, it just shows you like T- TNT. Like it's funny. Like when they would go live, the light would like light up the whole section and <laughs> behind them. Like they like they like like everything was just different. Like. They came and they brought like absolute a game, mm-hmm. right? Going right in the middle of the action in the Moss Pit, like, like I'm like, oh my god, like this is what like quality programming looks like. Yeah. Well, we talked about that with John Scott, right? Like that's the reason it's hit so well is because I feel like NBC and this might sound weird, but like NBC covered the NHL in the U.S. in a very safe Canadian way, mm-hmm. right? And I think Canadian hockey fans like that sometimes, you know, that it's. I should say Canadian hockey fans of a certain vintage, maybe like it to just be very professional, right? Button down, nothing crazy. No one's getting their head shaved on national TV here, but in the States, you need that. Even wow. That factor. Was a scene. Yeah. That like, was wild. Even That was a scene like wild. And that added a vibe in the building. Like you saw a bunch of like, it was, yeah, we were talking before the show, like even just all of that happening here and them having Wayne, all that yeah. puts Edmonton on the map a little bit. Edmonton's yeah. Edmonton's been, on the front and center of the NHL stage here for the last few weeks. And it's been awesome. And like, that's why it's so like the moss pit being what it is, the, like, like all the, all, all the content that's coming out of Edmonton is just showing that the city is on fire, which is great. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's just funny. Like TNT is just that like level higher. Yeah. yeah. It was impressive, it really was. but it was cool. Like walk by the moss pit. I'm like, Oh my God, Wayne Gretzky, like he's right there. And like everyone's chanting Wayne in the background, which yeah. is just even cooler. Sales guy, Jared gets a photo with Wayne. Oh yeah. Not even sure how that came to happen, but it did. Um, I've, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of photos. Well, Wayne's very approachable. Like, he, like, I guess he took a bunch of people to the oil Kings game the next day. and was really? like super amped about that. Uh, he just, he, he loves this city and he loves hockey and he loves, you know, Oilers fans. And so I've seen a lot of photos going around of people uh, taking with Wayne. You just have to obviously be in his presence to get it, but that's one thing that I absolutely miss from this playoff run is we didn't like, obviously he's on TNT. Now we haven't gotten the Wayne Gretzky reaction shots in the crowd. Like we did in 27. Those were the best. Those were cool. So he was with us no matter what. 
So Big Mike and I snuck into a box. And it was the box <laughs> right beside Kate's box. Hmm. So you look, you see the Kate's kids there. There's Harrison, there's Chloe and their friends. And you look up, there's Paul Coffey. Wayne all of a sudden shows up. And then there's DK, Mr. Kate's. And I was just stare. I, I, anytime there was like action, I'd look at Wayne because he's watching intently. Like people are going up and talking to him in his ear. Like, and he's not looking at them. He's staring at the play. And I was hoping that something awesome would happen so we could get a reaction. Cause I had the, I had the Wayne ISO cam going on there for a bit, but huh, uh, nice. that was crazy. It was cool. It's just, it was just like, we're all happening right beside me. I'm like, this is wild. I like that. You pulled the bag milk and you were sneaking into a box. Well, big Mike has uh bag milk tendencies. He likes to wander. He really oh, he does love to wander. Like yeah. <laughs> he was he and I are the same person sometimes. He, well, and, and he wandered away on me in the next period. And he didn't come back until like 10 minutes left. He was sitting right behind the goalie. <laughs> he just went down and just sat right behind the goalie. <laughs> he like eyed up open seats and was like, there you go. <laughs> Something like that. He just, it's anytime we, he's gone to a game with us, be it in Calgary or Vegas, he's like, you lose him. He's, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a good time. As somebody who does that as well. Like I, I get it. Um, but yeah, I he, found he, you game seven. I found you in like the kitchen. Um, at the lower where Chalmers sits in like the premium area, we went down there after the game. There's that little like kind of like those like food, not not food court, but just there's those service areas, and then some have food. My uh, bag milk was uh, yeah, I caught him in the kitchen in there. I'm like, what are you doing in here? Making a snack. Well, I could have made it. I wish he was making a snack. (laughs) Fuck, that's good. That is very good. The old self tour of Rogers. Sometimes you got to take one. No one's going to take me. Shout out to our friends over at Alfa Romeo. They are our luxury car partner. Luxury indeed. Someone from the Battle of Alberta won a trip for two to the Fairmont JPL and they cruised out there in an Alfa Romeo. And I know I talk about that every time, but God, that just sounds like a great, great That'd be a fun drive. That'd be such a fun drive through the mountains with that kind of whip. Ooh, that's good living. That's living. I wonder what the approach is on the way down, though, you know? Because you got the juice, but you can't unleash the you can't unleash the dragon if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you you, you got to keep it responsible. It's not your car, all that. Yep. Legal laws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Legal Obey laws. The laws of the road. Them. Yep. Um, but it would still be fun. Oh yeah, you'd oh, get her going a little without, bit. Without okay. I mean, like, come on now. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so focused on the game tonight that like, I'm trying to like drum up energy and all of that. And I just, I don't know. I'm just in a weird headspace again today. Like it's raining outside. So like that's bringing down my mood. I get these moments of reality when I'm like, it's three, nothing. This sucks. Four in 196 all time. Our team's down in this situation. I'm like, God, that sucks. Okay, and okay. then I'm just like trying to rein it back. To like, no man, one game at a time. Like crazy shit happens all the time in the Stanley Cup playoffs all the time. I'll, I'll go off script. Cause yesterday, <clears throat> I obviously Saturday night, I went out a little bit and yeah. then I had a late night don't air. Well, kind of late night. I was, I was in bed before midnight. Um, six which is, o'clock starts, which six o'clock starts are great. So I, uh, it was just, I, I just, it was me, me and Crawford just had a day because, uh, mom was wanting to just do a bunch of busy, like she's a bunch of house yard yeah. stuff. She wants, she loves it. So I said, Kate, okay, I'm lazy as shit today. I will remain in my house coat for the whole day. I will take care of Crawford. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this would be a good time to start a new show. So I was scurrying around Netflix and Amazon and I keep seeing this show and I, and I just didn't want to do it because I do like superheroes and stuff like that. But this one, oh, I just, you start the boys. I started the boys, but, oh, but yeah, but Homelander, I could never get behind Homelander. Cause he just had looked like he had an evil face and like, I'm like, Oh, this is gonna be kind of weird, but I'm like, screw it. What do I have to lose? Man, what a show. The boys is legit. I watched the whole first season. The boys is so good. I'm uh, I'm so I won't spoil anything for you, but I just the new episodes for season three that just got loaded on prime, man, I crushed all of them in a night. I had to. Oh, it's it's Yeah, it's good. I, I, I like the take they made on uh, superheroes. Oh, it's completely unique. Like, cause I, 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 I'm, kind of over superheroes just generally as a principle. I think there's just way too sat- too much saturation these days. So when 
uh, actually friend of the nation, the towel boy. He's just like, I think you'd really like the boys. Like it's just, it's completely unique. And man, I'm, I'm glad you're watching it. Cause it is a great show. Yeah. It's, it's a very good take on super, on a superhero mo- show. Like, in a very adult tone too. This ain't no kids show. Extremely adult. Graphic really? as fuck. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It a lot, lot of swearing. Graphic. There's some, you know, there's some uh, intimate scenes. And they're uh, still going too. See a bit of rope. A little bit of rope. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very good angle at a, at, at a, a show. I wouldn't even, can't even call it a superhero show. It's a show that has superheroes in it. Yep. And just like a real, like, it's almost like a realistic take. It's, mm. it's so good. Just the angle that like, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but if you haven't watched the boys on Amazon prime and you have it, you should absolutely watch yeah, it. Dude. It is just the way they put together. The show is fun. The characters are fun. The, just the presentation visually is fun. Great show. I'm All glad right. you're watching it. I, I, I found the, the most interesting, not most interesting, but just the name of the company. Vought. Yes. It's such a weird, random name. But now I guess I just watched an episode. They explained like kind of the founder of it. And that's just his last name. But I was like, that's such a weird name to like in, in, in a fictional story to name a company after. You know, like Stark Enterprises. There's this Vought. Anyways. Vought. Yeah. Yep. I got past it really quick. Intriguing. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I just read the show description here. Yeah, um, it's good. Based Check on it what you So I, that was, that's how I dealt with. That's how I dealt with the uh, the blues of losing game three as I just got immersed in the boys. Yeah, that's a good one. I watched uh, for the first time. I know it's not new, but uh, the movie Rush also on Amazon oh, Prime. I watched that last weekend. We're F1 boys now, right? So F1, Yeah, exactly. Just feeds into my F1 obsession. And then I saw that there is a, an accompanying, accompanying documentary about James Hunt and Nikki Lauda as well. That's also on Prime. I'm going to watch that. That's later. an interesting dynamic, those two. That was a, that was a good story because I've, I've heard of Nikki Lauda because Lewis Hamilton, you know, that was his uh, mentor. Hmm. And so well, you see, you learn about that in, in the F1 show. Um, yeah, so it that did well. Actually, that's just registering now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that was that Nikki, and uh, just that story like it's just yeah, it's an interesting story. It was, it was a good. Movie. I'd never seen it now. That watch the of, was, watch the Senna documentary that's up next, too. So, that was my decompression uh, yesterday after game three is watching a bunch of F1 stuff. It was excellent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had a good time in lieu of a race. Yes, there was no race yesterday. Wanye. Go ahead, caller. <laughs> You've been quiet. What's the deal here? Is it nerves? Is it Oilers sadness? I don't know. Just vibing. <laughs> Sitting here listening to you guys talk. I haven't watched a show. So no thoughts heading into game four. What are you crushing out right now? Oilers hockey, baby. Yeah, that's fair. Just rewatching games. Oilers Twitter. Let's you know, see the night. how they put the, the game in 30 minutes before the game. Cause I've gone to watch the game and thought I was like watching at the wrong start time. Numerous times. <laughs> like, Oh my God, how are they up to nothing? All right. Oh, no. It's like five forty, and you're like, what the hell? It's the second period. I've done that too. Actually. I've done that with the Oilers in 30. I've done it with Jays in 30. Those yeah. confuse me. all. I time. love Jays in 30. Jays in 30. Now, now, that, now that you know what you know, do you prefer the 8 PM starts or the 6 PM starts? Uh-huh. I still like six. Well, and to be fair, we were winning 8 p.m. starts. It's <laughs> a good point. Um, but lifestyle-wise, definitely prefer the 6 a uh, 6 p.m. I feel, I feel like the same people that were bitching about the late starts were bitching they can't get home in time for the early starts. It's because like seven is just that perfect window. Yeah, it's because like six, like if you work a normal like job with normal hour, like that is a grind. Especially living in the yeah, deep south. Yeah, if you got to commute, negotiating that hen day. At this time of day? Yeah. Although, having gone to Los Angeles with you guys earlier in the playoffs, oh. I, I have a hard time complaining about it. Man, anymore. you have to plan your life around travel, like logistics of point A to point B down there because everything is an event. Everything. It's an hour minimum to get to anywhere. 
minimum. You can slow to a crawl and not move. Like so, I've I've, I've been trying my best to like actively not complain about Edmonton traffic. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that is a great point because you'll get stopped for like four minutes on the hen day, and you'll be like, "This is atrocious. What is going on? Come on, man, move." <laughs> we're we're just free flowing prairie boys, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see. And this is for, I mean, our Edmonton listeners, this is going to sound rich, but <laughs> from my new house, when I need to drive anywhere, I need to like cut through downtown St. Albert, downtown St. Albert. It's at one block. Yeah. And I'm now I've barely been here. And if there's a line of 10 cars, I go a different way. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I'm not, that's brutal traffic. I'm not dealing with that. And I turn left and I can go a longer route just so I don't have to stop as much. I also, Will sometimes go a longer way if it means not stopping. I would rather free flow drive for 40 minutes than I'd say my line is like 25 minutes of stopping and starting. I'd rather just give her. Like, so on Wednesdays, uh, I play hockey at Kinsman mm-hmm. in the south side, deep south. Uh, and this past Wednesday, I fired up the map saying, like, what's the best way to go? Yeah. And it said to go out to Sherwood Park and get on the Henday and drive around. And I was like, now come on like that's that's crazy like that that is like this is like a 13 kilometer drive that now is going to be like 35 yeah by going that way or 30 or something so i decide to overrule it and i want like uh, who overrules google and wins most of the time like like i don't know why the i'm I'm an idiot that's arrogance that it's fine it's trying to overrule google and so i go up the gut up down 99th and oh my god it took me i think they said it'd be 31 minutes it took me like 50 minutes going my my way because i just refused <laughs> to do the free will and i'm like man i would want nothing more than to be on that hand day free will but having said that the hand day on the south side at rush hour is terrible yeah it's, well, it's a all di- construction now yeah it's a mess so but I will, if I, if, if the maps tell, I, I just don't over, they've done all the homework for you. They're telling you that it's all red. The line's all red. If you go that way, Jay, you're not going to D de- you're not going to turn it green just by going that way. Although I will say there are certain moments and so I'll be on your side a little here. There are certain moments where you'll have something fired up on your maps and it'll be like, you're coming to a red zone here. Giddy up. And then it's just like, not. And it's just like, oh, and then you see that I love, there's nothing I love more than when I'm going somewhere and I'm watching the estimated time of arrival drop. Oh yeah. That's, I, I feel uh, like I'm an F1 driver when I, you get going and it's like, bang, dropped, dropped a minute, dropped a minute. Then you get stopped at a red light. You're like, son of a bitch. I it's gonna go back love on. that. There's nothing. Yeah. That's because you're basically inventing time. I'm a big audiobooks <laughs> while I drive guy. So I find myself just enjoying the drive. Well, yeah, it, it, it yeah, it all depends. Like if it's like a long drive, I still like I relax at a high speed uh, and enjoy books. <laughs> Let me throw you this one. And I think it's something Jason Greger debated really heavily on his show. If you listen to an audiobook in conversation, do you ever say, oh, yeah, I've read that? I try, I try to say, listen, I got we in Wanya knows we got a buddy that just reads all these books that are audio. Uh, and we'll tell you how you read it. Um, I tried to say, listen, but it's just, it's just natural sometimes to say, yeah, I've read that. And they'll be like, oh, well, I mean, I've listened to it, but then it's like, it doesn't count the same. I feel like, you know, like reading, I feel like I, I, I feel shame for someone who listens to books versus reading them. I'm jealous. I I feel like there's a lot of people whose listening retention is better than their reading retention. Hmm. And like, if it's the exact same book and it's being read to you, I don't really see there being any net difference, but I feel like reading just registers in your brain. It's like, if, if you've got you know, if you've got a little for you, cause you learn through reading, but some people can't, but I, but I'm an audio like, over reading guy, but like, I just feel like saying that you read the book, if you, if you read it, it goes on a script in your brain. Right. We're listening, like I don't, or maybe not, but like I, I listen to a lot of like, and I think I retain, but I just, I just struggle with reading because I struggle with focus while reading. Mm. So like long drives and audiobooks, love it. I feel like there's just a people who read are held in the hierarchy of society higher, like socially. 
It's like, oh yes, I read. <laughs> and like audio books of you. Audio books are like, oh, okay, weirdo. And I don't do either, to be fair. So I'm like the lowest. Audio books have only existed for like 30 years, tops, too, you gotta remember. Yeah, books have been around for, I mean, at least 40. At least 40. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh yeah, anyways, I, I just that's an interesting can do you, can you say you read it? I don't know. I, I but uh, but when I've actually read something and I can say I read it, I feel so proud. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I've read that book. Uh, yeah. And I probably even put a big emphasis on the word read in that situation. I'll get into uh, modes where I just crush books. Like I can just hammer through them. Like what kind of stuff do you like to read? <clears throat> Last book I read was shoe dog. Oh, that's a good really book. Good. If you haven't read it uh, about how Nike was made. Yeah. And oh, I would like awesome that. Awesome book. Yeah, you absolutely would. Um, but I like to read those kind of things every now and then I'll mix in a fiction. I like a, I like a Stephen King from time to time. Dan you know what Brown, would be on an adventure? You know what would be a neat idea? Nation Book Club. Oh my god, I, I knew you were going to say that. Well, Nick, if, just hear me out on the full idea here, or the full scope of my on the fly. The audio book club, or the yeah, you just listen to audio books and try to. Catch it's called Nation Real Life club. Podcast. No, you can do either, and it's an off-season thing we could do, so it'll last like three months, uh-huh. and we just do like every two weeks on the pod. We share what book we're going to be reading. And then it's very easy to do that or relatively easy to do this. I know from my time in radio, authors are always itching to do interviews on their books. So we could talk about the book we're going to read, read it at the end of the two weeks, we could bring on the author potentially and like discuss it. And our listeners could be a part of the nation book club. Sounds like you want to turn the the nation network into PBS. That is a cool book. What's so do you think one? we can get the Rizzo on the podcast? Probably. <laughs> you think so? Wow. I'd be huge. Then I'm in. I just, I, I don't know. I think it might be an interesting way to, like, I like it as like an engagement piece and, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. it's cheesy. Two weeks, two weeks stresses me out to have a book done in time. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I haven't read a book in five years. So yeah. I'm like maybe, yeah, maybe have once. you listened to any of those? No, <laughs> which I feel like I want to start doing. I'm big on trying to make my drives as productive as possible. So you want to eat a plate of fettuccine Alfredo and read a book? I ate a taco salad the other day while I drove into work. I'm not proud of that. It's a problem. It's not really a problem. <laughs> Only eat when you're stopped at the red light, which is still against the law. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, if you see your Remco driving, if you see your Rem truck driving uh, officer, just pull him over because you know he's got a plate of lasagna beside him. And just, an audio book of popping. Yeah. I did a steak last week. Cause I was running late. <laughs> Knife and fork. Did you eat like a caveman? No. So like it was steak I had left over. Uh-huh. Um, Cause when I, when I cook steak, I always cook two so that I can take the leftover one. And eat it in the car. And I do half of it for breakfast with eggs and half of it for lunch. Okay. So I was like, all right, Perfect. I'm running so three consecutive steak meals planned when you barbecue one steak. And then, yes, and then, I actually do. I eat it. I do three straight steak meals and then the gout the next day. It's <laughs> terrible for my health. I don't do it very often. I will admit to that. But so anyways, I have for breakfast. I'm, I was sitting there. I was like, shit, I'm running late. We got a pregame show. It's like 1215. I got to go. Cause I got half an hour drive in here. So I cut it up, reheated it. And then just, Oh, ate. you made steak bites. Yeah. I just ate. I just didn't even use a fork. It was greasy as hell. I just reached into my little Tupperware container and just kept popping in pieces of steak while I was driving. Well, well this is, this is summer content. What kind of cut of steak are you grilling? I'm honestly, so I should be buying nicer steaks than I do. I just, I don't even know what the cut is, but it's just the Costco pack. You get the big three pack there. Don't even know what they're uh, called. I just see them. Maybe a sirloin. Yeah. It's a sirloin. Probably. There's it's so there's no shame, man. Whatever's cheapest steak. is uh, kind of my. I'm not here to steak shame. We don't steak it's shame. nice. I got a butcher now by my house. So it's nice that if I'm craving something like that, I can just go there and just buy one of, you know, because it's just me. Yeah. Question uh, somebody who lives where uh, near you, what is this butcher? Oh, it's right beside. Where? It's called uh, Meathead, right beside Uncle Glenn's. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. They, uh, they got. Uh, so I buy fresh wings from there and chuck them in the air fryer. Of course. And they pre-sauce them for you, which is nice. I'll get a steak. Oh, I, I love I love uh, going there for some breakfast sausage. Because I like to go to Ben's Meats on Stony Plain Road. Yeah. But that's a little bit of a trek. I mean, it's not a crazy long trek. There's a, well, so then there's, a, there, so clo- there's even one. There's one in. There's one closer to you than our, my shop. Hmm. 
if you're looking for something closer. Well, so perhaps. Anyways. it depends what their wares, what kind of, yeah, I haven't been inside. Offer. My friend goes there and, and, and likes it. So we always like, he's, it's like a turf war. It's like, we're defending our shops, like don't air shops. Well, I am up. Uh, my loyalty can be purchased. <laughs> Check on me, dad. They've I got like a, that. they've got their own proprietary spice. Uh, that's made by Motley Q. And so for those of you that are grill geeks, Motley Q is the local company that won, uh, the gold medal for like best barbecue sauce last year uh, for their sticky fix. I believe I got a jar is delicious. Um, so they also do rubs and spices. So they made the uh, meathead got one specially made and it's called California cocaine. Hmm. That's aggressive. Yeah. Very one and done. No, that's when you can't, you, you got to go more than once in on this one. Ah, I put on everything. Grilling with Jay. Summer content. I uh, reading a book. So another thing tying in a few of our conversations now, I've never oh, grilled a steak one. before. Shocker. Cause pan fry him. Cause I don't have a barbecue in my Air condo. Fry? There's nowhere for it. So yeah, okay. But now you can have a barbecue. Now I can have a barbecue and I plan on buying a barbecue. So if you have steak grilling tips to someone who's never done it before, send it over. Uh, okay. I think well, I'm going to do natural gas hookup for the barbecue. If too. you can, that's great. Yeah. Um, I've so been barbecuing uh, up a storm. I'm all very excited to become barbecue dogs, guy. Though, not steaks. Checking in dogs. That's what I've been doing lately. Speaking of dogs, Riverhawks uh, season starts today. Yeah. Which bad timing, bad though. timing, but whatever. It's but actually first might get rained out. Yeah. Which, yeah. So whatever. It, but I'm excited to go to some games this, uh, this season. Do we have a box? Ooh. Yeah. I can't wait to go back to the ballpark. Yeah. It's coming. They got a new scoreboard. Oh, do they? I think so. I think I saw them promoting their new video board and like the field looks beautiful. I, oh, I, I know we were hyping part. up our Toronto trip, but I'm equally as hyped for days at Remax field. Yeah, it'll be good. There's just Dr. Randy Gregg. Like, seem, oh, sorry, buddy. No, go ahead. Dr. Randy Gregg seems very enthused with the fact they've leveled the infield. Like every time I've seen him being interviewed, they're like, how's everything going? Dr. Randy Gregg. He's like, boy, this infield sure is level. And they were talking to him yesterday because there was a graduation. Harry Ainley, I think, had a graduation of the ball diamond. So it was like the Yankees were playing. There were so many people parking. And they went to Randy Gregg in the news and they're like, are you ready for this, Dr. Gregg? He's like, boy, that infield, it's so level. Even <laughs> I could take a grounder. I'm like, damn, he really cares about this infield. So check out that level infield when you go to watch the Riverhawks this year. Bring your level. There's, just, yeah. there's nothing better than just like a Saturday afternoon that sun's shining, just sit there. Have a couple the of best. beers. Every Lovely. double play they turn, Randy, Greg, fist bumps. Like, like you don't yeah. even have a choice in that state. When it's a sunny day, you're in the sun. And you are drunk no matter how many beers you drink because of that sun. Sun drunk. It's great. Yeah. So I'm excited sorry. for Riverhawks ball. I think Me the too. fact that they've put as much energy into it, like they should be commended, especially with COVID knocking them back a year. Like they've taken up the torch of local baseball and they're grinding. Oh. Edmonton sports is actually in a better state than it's been in in a long time with the Eskimos with Victor Quee doing such a good job. Mm -hmm. And now the baseball team jazzed Oilers conference finals, new arena, piping hot sports in this city is actually in like a super good spot right now. The stingers yeah. are like a really good show stingers as well. Too are legit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited for the game where Jay Cole comes to town. I was just going to say that whole league Drake went to a Scarborough game and now Jay Cole is playing in the league. Like that shit is popping. Oh, wow. I'm going to check when, it, when does J. Cole come here? That's super cool. So yeah, if you don't know, rapper J. Cole, he's had a few stints in uh, a few stints in overseas somewhere. Yeah, right? he played Master P dust off the, the, the court shoes. The fact that Master P would have made the Raptors, except for some politics that one year, it really is impressive as time goes by. Oh my God, oh. this Sunday. No, that's in. No, that's here. This Sunday, J. Cole's in town with the Scarborough shooting stars. That's cool. Shit. A lot, lot, lots going on. That'll be neat. I saw J Cole once live at like a social function in New York and oh. he walked in and he's very tall. He's got, or it looked tall in the room and he looked very, very tired. So I hope he's less tired than when I saw him last. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's tiring being J Cole. He has to do all his own songs. He has no features. <laughs> I imagine it also be tiring. Uh, just you know, playing basketball whilst also rapping. Mm -hmm. It's impressive. Yeah. Shout out to J Cole. Shout out to J Cole. But yeah, Riverhawks. That'll be fun. We'll do a real life oh, yeah, at the course. ballpark or something. J Cole plays yeah, yeah. the Riverhawks. Yeah, he's a, he's a dual Probably threat. Could. 
Boy, he, I can't wait to see him ground an infield ball. It's level as fuck. <laughs> J. Cole, oh, what was your experience like playing in Eminem? I tell you, that infield is level. <laughs> that is a level infield. Dr. Randy Gregg's like, hooray! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Game four tonight. Let's keep this bad boy alive. The Portland Pickles are in town. Be, <laughs> is that we who will be still talking on Thursday about live Oilers hockey? Do we all agree or no? Uh, Thursday would mean we won tonight and we won on Wednesday. Oh so my sure. God. Thursday's podcast, if they do that, I I will it'll, Uber to work and drink. It'll be a humdinger. It'll be a humdinger. You'll drink on the pod. Yeah, I'll I'll have. And that mean game six is Friday. City would melt. Oh my God. If there's a game six on Friday, the city would melt. My flesh would melt off my bones. It gets harder and harder to eliminate the Oilers as this goes on. If you're Colorado. Yep. Right now you've got them dead to rights. The the coffin is closed. There's one more nail to drive into this bitch. If you accidentally get yourself in a situation where it's game six in Edmonton, it's only getting harder. I am saving that. And I'm going to post that. When the Oilers win tonight. Good Randy. Dylan Holloway. He's the answer. Over one and a half points. Reverse sweep. Dylan Holloway led. Imagine. Is Broberg playing? Are we doing 11 and seven? Uh, I don't know, actually. It's like we just do these random moves where we bring some black aces in. They save the day. That'd actually be sick. I'm trying to see if if there's a Dylan Holloway hat trick. Book it. If you're Woodcroft and you're establishing yourself in the NHL and you're establishing yourself as a player's coach and you've got this team much further than they thought possible, do you think it's just not appropriate to tell Darnell Nurse he can't play? Does he have to make that call himself? I think you almost need to sit him down and just be like, especially because you don't need to pull him out of the lineup. And we talked about this on the pregame show. That's what made, or we talked about this today on this show. That's why it's frustrating, right? Because everyone can see like he's struggling, play Kulak more. And there must be something going on there where like Jay Woodcuff's trying to be very respectful. I think that's a good point. Very yeah. respectful of the player being like, you know what? If you're playing through what, because Jay Woodcuff knows what the injury is, obviously. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're willing to do that for us, Damn it, Darnell. We got respect for you. We're going to give you every opportunity. Isn't he like on for 13 of 16 goals in this series or something? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was like, why are we playing him? Because it's, I can understand coach Woodcross trying to establish himself in this league and like getting into a fight with your key defenseman and sitting him because you decide he's going to be injured. Maybe that isn't how Woodcroft wants to play it, but it's a tough one. But like if, if the injury is what we hear that it is, like, (laughs) You got to, I think you, at some point there should have been a line where you have the conversation with him of, we want you to, we want to get the most out of you. Yeah. You're playing 10 minutes. And like the only way for us to get the most out of you, Darnell, is for you to play with Tyson Barry or maybe Woodcroft would call him Tice because he does call him that. So you're going to play with Tice on the third pair. All right. And we're going to address Broberg. I actually thought Russell had a good game in game three too. He was fine. Blocked a big shot. Came back on a couple of rushes pretty nicely. I thought, yeah, that's the thing against LA when nurse was out with the suspension, the one game Russell filled the fit, the bill quite nicely. Yeah. They won without him. I forgot about that. Actually. Mm -hmm. Good point. And we won without King got suspended. Didn't he early on? Why do I feel like King? No, no, he didn't get suspended. Oh, okay. Um, Anyways, if you're if, getting set if for the this game is the lad, God forbid, we don't want to speak it into existence, but God forbid there is no game five. Has Evander Kane played his last minute in another jersey? I, I don't even want to field that question because it's not off season what do you time mean? yet. It's not off season time yet. I'll worry about oh, that. Oh, you when won't the talk right. about anything about next season until really, the season's over? I was debating throwing you guys the a bigger question of how many Oilers could be playing their last game in, a, in this sweater tonight. But then I was like, no, fuck that. I'll worry about that later. Oh, I respect it. Don't speak it into existence. Mm-mm. Respect. Um, whether they win, whether they lose, who cares? Our friends at Wine and Beyond Liquor Depot and Ace Liquors, they have a deal that you cannot turn down. 24 packs of Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors Light, and Molson Canadian on sale for thirty-five ninety-nine because it is an Oilers game day. So stop at any Wine and Beyond Liquor Depot or Ace Liquors and get fueled up for the game. That is, you got me going. Let's go. Bud Lights. I'm drinking 3,000 beers tonight, regardless of what happens. Really? This is Giddy a vibe, up. this last stretch. Woo-wee. Bag milk. I'm doing tomorrow morning's content meeting from bed. <laughs> uh, I'll allow that. I'll allow it. All right. That's going to do it for episode 385 of let's the Real go Life Oilers. Podcast. Positivity. Yes, let's, let's go. Fucking go, Oilers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. 
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 